hot flashes, vaginal dryness, painful sex, low libido, recurrent urinary tract infections, weight gain, insomnia, orgasm. What orgasm? Menopause is a very special time, and I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology, the medical director of the Northwestern Medicine Center for Sexual Medicine and Menopause, a practicing gynecologist, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. My mantra has always been, if women are given good information, they'll make good choices. And I'm here to give you the inside information on all things menopause. If you're 48 years old and you haven't had a period in, say, six months and you're flashing all day and all night, odds are your broken internal thermostat is a sign of perimenopause. But, of course, for every rule, there are exceptions. And a lack of estrogen is actually not the only thing that can cause hot flashes. And in my menopause clinic, sometimes the most challenging patients are the ones with hot flashes that don't respond to estrogen or aren't even in menopause which means we need to figure out what's causing their hot flashes and night sweats, not just so we can get them to go away, but also to make sure that those hot flashes are not a sign of another potentially serious medical condition. So before I dive into all the things other than menopause that can cause a hot flash, I'm going to really quickly describe what someone experiences when they have one. Phase one is when your core body temperature goes up the blood vessels in your skin dilate, your skin feels warm, and your heart rate starts to speed up. In phase two, the heat becomes a lot more intense. And this is where there can be actual reddening of the skin, usually just on the upper body, which of course is always appreciated when you're about to give a big presentation. Phase three, that's when the sweating starts. Sometimes really profuse sweating, like dripping down your back sweating, like I need to take off all my clothes right now sweating. Like what was I thinking when I put on the red silk blouse sweating? And then finally, phase four. The heat wave is over and is replaced by shivering and chills as your body tries to cool off. The medical term for hot flashes is vasomotor symptoms. Vasomotor referring to changes in the diameter of your blood vessels that cause you to feel hot, then cold with that racing pulse and anxiety. And while I'm using the terms hot flashes and night sweats interchangeably, hot flashes refers to vasomotor symptoms that occur during the day. And night sweats, those are vasomotor symptoms that occur at night. Now, I'm not going to get into the specifics of what causes a menopausal hot flash and how to treat it. That's all covered in Hot Flash How, and the link to my book is in the program notes. But in this segment, I'm going to focus on reasons that someone has hot flashes that are not caused by menopause, starting with some of my past cases when it was obvious that there was something else going on other than an estrogen tank that was on empty. So let's start with Audrey. Audrey was a 32-year-old woman who came to see me complaining of night sweats. She was totally freaked out because based on her Google search, she was absolutely convinced that her hot flashes were a sign of impending menopause. But she was having periods like clockwork every month. And while premature ovarian insufficiency or an early menopause is always a possibility, it's pretty unlikely in a woman who's still getting regular periods and had no symptoms other than hot flashes. My suspicion was, well, really low, but she insisted on blood work and no surprise, her estrogen levels were sky high. And then there was Tracy. Tracy was 52 years old when she stopped getting her periods and started getting hot flashes. She flashed for a full seven years 
not unusual, before she was finally able to get a decent night's sleep and get through the night without sweating through her clothes. She came to see me 15 years later when she was 67 because out of nowhere, she was once again having hot flashes. I mean, she was totally in, are you kidding mode? I thought I was done with all that. Well, the good news is that she was not going through all that again. Once hot flashes go away and have been gone for years, a recurrence of hot flashes is rarely, rarely due to menopause. The bad news was that we had to figure out why she was once again flashing. Christy was 62 years old and had been flash-free for 12 years on her hormone therapy. She hadn't changed her dose and she was using it consistently and faithfully every day. But now she was suddenly flashing again and wanted to know if her body had gotten used to her estrogen dose or if maybe now she needed a higher dose because she was older. But that doesn't happen. And unless there's some reason that estrogen is not getting absorbed or isn't being used consistently, the chances that someone is going to need a higher dose of estrogen after taking it for 12 years, it's pretty much zero. Moving on to Pat. Pat was 49 years old and had been taking birth control pills since she was 35 as a way to manage her endometriosis. To avoid getting a period, she was taking her pill continuously, meaning no placebo days. She was taking an active pill with hormone every single day, and she had had a period in 14 years. And then she suddenly started getting night sweats. So she came to me and wanted to know if those night sweats were a sign that perimenopause had started. But in her case, I didn't need to do a blood test or a hormone level to prove that that was not the cause of her hot flashes. I mean, birth control pills are hormone therapy, and birth control pills actually have more estrogen than menopause hormone therapy. So even if she was in full-blown menopause, even if her ovaries were no longer producing estrogen, she would not be flashing because she was taking hormone therapy in the form of a birth control pill. And finally, Emily. Emily came to see me when she was 54 years old. She'd had a hysterectomy when she was 44 because of huge fibroids. Now, her ovaries were not removed, so she did not go into menopause as a result of her surgery. But of course, she didn't have periods to know when she was entering menopause. So at 54, when she came to see me, she just started flashing. And her internist, assuming she was perimenopausal, gave her an estrogen patch. Totally reasonable but the patch wasn't helping. So she'd come to see me for a second opinion and I bumped her up to a higher dose patch. No difference. I then switched her to an oral bioidentical estrogen pill. She was still sweating through her pajamas and waking up at night. So I checked a blood estrogen level to make sure that the estrogen was getting absorbed and it was well into the therapeutic range. In fact, it was even higher than what I usually aim for. So if someone is given estrogen to alleviate their hot flashes and it's not helping despite being given appropriate doses, it's time to look for other causes of hot flashes. So Audrey, Tracy, Chrissy, Pat, and Emily were all having hot flashes, but none of them, none of them were flashing because of menopause. Before I run through the list of things that can cause hot flashes that have nothing to do with low estrogen, keep in mind that your gynecologist, even if they're a menopause expert, even if they're a really good gynecologist, they may not be the best person to figure this whole thing out. Most non-menopause causes of hot flashes are actually not from a gynecologic problem. So you may need to get evaluated by an internist or a family practice doctor. 
All right, so let's run through all the possibilities, starting with the fact that you may have an infection. And I know, I know you're thinking, wait, wouldn't you know if you have an infection serious enough to cause hot flashes and night sweats? But the answer is not necessarily. As an example, tuberculosis, which is more common than you think, can cause night sweats in up to 50% of infected adults. HIV is another one. Coccidiodomycosis, also known as valley fever, is a fungal infection in the lungs. It's common in parts of the southwestern United States, Mexico, and Central and South America. And yep, that also can cause night sweats. And if you've traveled recently, malaria is also on the list. There are also lots of bacterial infections that can cause night sweats, such as a dental abscess, which may not even be obvious to you, or a bone infection. And then there are lots and lots of really rare infections. Sometimes it's only after consultation with an infectious disease specialist that the source of an infection can be found. Next on the list are medications. And the list of medications that can cause hot flashes is really long. Antidepressants are at the top of the list. But if an antidepressant is the cause, you're usually going to experience it in the first few weeks right when you first started taking an antidepressant, not after you've been taking them for years. Now, migraine medications also can cause sweating, usually within about an hour of taking them. Asthma, asthma inhalers directly stimulate sweat glands. Many pain medications can also trigger a hot flash. Viagra, Viagra is also on the list. And if you're curious why a woman might be taking Viagra, take a listen to episode 15, Postmenopause Orgasm, Everybody Come. There's also a group of drugs that I commonly prescribe um, that bind to estrogen receptors, known as SERMs, or Selective Estrogen Receptor Modulators. Raloxifen, also known as Vista, is a SERM. It's prescribed for bone health and also to prevent breast cancer, and it can make you flash. Likewise, espemaphine, also known as Asphena, is an oral SERM that's used to treat vaginal dryness. And asphena can cause hot flashes in roughly 6% of women. And no surprise, every single one of the anti-estrogen medications used to treat cancer can cause hot flashes. Generally, your oncologist, they're going to mention it. So it's not a surprise. There's lots more medications that I'm not mentioning. So if you're having unexplained hot flashes, as a first step, it is worth taking a look at the small print on your medication package inserts to see if there's an association. Next up is alcohol. Now, the most common scenario for alcohol to trigger a hot flash is during perimenopause. And if someone is having mild hot flashes or infrequent hot flashes, alcohol may be the trigger to make them more frequent and a lot more severe. Now, menopause is an endocrinologic condition, it's hormonal, but there are lots of other endocrinologic conditions that have nothing to do with menopause that can cause hot flashes. An overactive thyroid is one of the more common possibilities. In one very large study, sweating occurred in up to 91% of adults who had hyperthyroidism. But there's also less common endocrine problems, such as pheochromocytoma, carcinoid, and acromegaly. Again, this is where your internist is going to be very important in terms of identifying one of these conditions. Also, another thing that's really, really common midlife is a sleep disorder. And sleep apnea is at the top of the list. Heart disease. Women 
present with heart problems very often in unusual or atypical ways. And women who are having heart problems or even a heart attack don't always have those classic symptoms of chest pain or shortness of breath. And one of those atypical symptoms might be night sweats. And finally, night sweats can sometimes be an indication, the only indication of a cancer, such as a Hodgkin's or a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. You get the picture. There are lots of possible causes, and more often than not, it takes some real detective work to figure out what's going on. So let's circle back to Audrey, Tracy, Christy, Pat, and Emily. Audrey, the 32-year-old who was still getting regular periods but was getting hot flashes, well, it turns out that she had recently traveled to Papua New Guinea. Malaria was her souvenir. In fact, about 2,000 Americans who travel to Africa every year are diagnosed with malaria. And then Tracy, the 67-year-old who started flashing years after menopause, well, coincidentally, she'd had her first bone density test to screen for osteoporosis, and her DEXA scan showed that she had a low bone mass. So her internist started her on calcium, vitamin D, told her to start doing some weight-bearing exercises, and also prescribed raloxifen, Avista. All appropriate, except her internist forgot to mention that roughly 7% of women who take Avista will have hot flashes, especially during the first six months. So in her case, she stuck it out and they eventually went away. So Christy, the 62-year-old who was faithfully taking her hormone therapy, well, she was diagnosed with an early lymphoma. And it turns out Pat, the 49-year-old on birth control pills who also complained that she was constantly fatigued, well, she had a headache every morning and she was ultimately diagnosed with sleep apnea, which was the cause of her nighttime flashes. Emily, the 54-year-old who started flashing but estrogen wasn't helping her, Okay, well, Emily had recently discovered that her husband was sleeping with her sister, seriously, and her coping mechanism included half a bottle of red wine every night. So when she cut that out, the flashes also went away. So if you're having hot flashes, it's reasonable to start with your gynecologist to determine if menopause is the cause. And particularly if you're, you know, in your mid to late 40s, early 50s, periods are irregular, vaginal dryness, the greatest likelihood is that, yes, it is a result of being perimenopausal. But if it's not, an internist or endocrinologist is your go-to specialist to evaluate non-menopause-related hot flashes or night sweats. And then there are the women that they go through everything, a whole battery of tests. They go to their internist, they go to an endocrinologist, they go to an infectious disease specialist, they eliminate every single thing that I've just gone through. And there's no explanation. I mean, that happens. And obviously it's frustrating, but at least the good news is, is that there's nothing bad going on. It's also interesting and reassuring that in a study of 1500 older adults, the ones with night sweats we're no more likely to die over the next seven years than the ones without night sweats. So as long as there's not something else going on, as long as there's not another medical condition, just the fact that someone is having night sweats is not going to have a negative impact on their health. So if you're flashing, it might be menopause, but it also might be an infection, your medications, a hormonal problem, 
a neurologic condition, sleep apnea, and potentially a cancer. But it may be as simple as that glass of Cabernet you had with dinner. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my Inside Information books available on Amazon.com. And follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of. Now I'm sleeping through the night